1: Hey, Scott. Hey, Ingrid. What's happening? What's happening? How are you?
0: Oh, we just had some technical difficulties, so...
1: Always. Yeah. (laughs) But hopefully not anymore. I know, right? Because we're stepping up. Yes. It seems like there's always something to tinker with, some improvement that needs to be made or whatever. Yes. There's
0: always the next step.
1: Yes. It gave me some time to go through my emails and respond to some people who have reached out I I still have people to respond to and I just want to say that if you're listening to this podcast and you've reached out to me I will always do my best to respond to you and I know Ingrid will as well if you're reaching out to her on Instagram so yeah always trying to to respond when we have time, you know, it's
0: <laughs> managing all the emails is sometimes a lot. So if someone is, hasn't yeah. purchased a reading, they get kind of the last priority.
1: Yeah. The first priority is always my clients. Yeah. That's it uh, has to be because they're paying me to communicate with them. So, uh, but anyone else that emails, like, I'm still going to try to get back to you, uh, when I can. So
0: for anyone lingering out there, Scott will get back to you eventually. He's, yes, he's exactly.
1: Exactly. I'm Yeah. And it's all about like, I'm learning how to manage my time all over again, you know, as like more and more people are reaching out to me or to us. It's like learning to manage that time. And it's interesting because the sun is in Capricorn and Capricorn is ruled by Saturn and Saturn is the God of time. So this is really a time for everyone to be managing your time. A time to manage your time. Ingrid is trying to manage her microphone.
0: Ah, <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> I almost <laughs> just broke some shit over Ingrid here. Ingrid
1: has gotten up and from her chair, <laughs> no joke, probably eight times since she first said we were going to start recording. She had to get water. She turned on, turned off the the heater. Then it was making noise, so she turned the heater back on so that it wouldn't make the noise. And now it's the microphone. And now there's a hair on the microphone. <laughs> this is what happens when you're, when you're working with the Gemini rising. The Gemini energy can never sit still. Now she's scratching the back of her head. Now she's touching the microphone again. It's, it is. It's a lot to sit still. <laughs> I feel like I'm all the way on or all the
0: way off. Or I'm like deep in like a meditation and like super peaceful and like grounded. Or I'm like a bit chaotic kind of running around.
1: I know the more chaotic Ingrid. I'm not sure if I know that. Well, because I'm
0: like working when I'm with you. I'm like on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So it's the close of 2021. How are you feeling about that, Ingrid?
0: I kind of have not even realized it was happening. Yeah. Yeah. Just feeling pretty overwhelmed by just life in general. So I don't know. I guess it just has become less important to me. Mm -hmm. Like the start of the new year, especially after learning more about astrology, it's yes. like the new year is awesome. But we have so many opportunities every day, every week, every moon cycle, especially. Mm-hmm. And then also the astrological new year is not till a couple months later. So right. I feel like following the planets. It's like there's always an opportunity to start new. Yes, and trying to get less caught up in uh, making the goals for the new year, and just focusing on my day to day meeting with you every week, and setting these smaller intentions that I can work on continuously because a lot of my big goals never came to fruition. And it's like, unless we're checking in all the time, it's really hard to stay on task. So just getting less wrapped up in, in the holidays, which Scott, uh, you know, is not really into, <laughs> but it's true. Like I like to participate in the holiday, you know, celebration, but it just doesn't really mean so much anymore.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I don't mind the holidays. I, I don't want to make this about like religion or you know different sort of customs. I I, w- I want this to be accessible to everyone and anyone out there that's interested because astrology does not know of religion or or a race or any of that. If there's a holiday every day in astrology. There's
0: something every day to learn. It's not just a one time a year thing.
1: It's yeah. It keeps you present. It keeps you constantly present of. What's going on and how is how is this affecting me directly? It keeps you awake. It keeps you alert, aware.
0: You know, it is a reflective time. It's mm-hmm. getting colder and darker and
1: Well, here it is. But for our friends in the southern hemisphere, yeah. it's getting lighter.
0: Okay, and... well for me personally, I'm up in LA <laughs> and it's getting colder here. Yes. So for me, a much more reflective time or for mm-hmm. for us over here.
1: Mhm. I'm enjoying the darker season. It's been a big shift. Yeah. I mean,
0: I guess it's a nice reprieve when it's like the summertime always feels so chaotic and you have to do so much and a lot of communicating, a lot of like connecting a lot of like external energy. So the time mm-hmm. to collect it back to ourselves is a really important time of year. Yes. Otherwise we won't have any energy when it comes to the next season.
1: Yes. The seasons are like ebb and flows, even in Los Angeles, where it doesn't seem like there are seasons. But if you live here long enough, you notice the seasons. I definitely do.
0: Yeah, I feel it.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I've been here for over 20 years. So I imagine if you move from like Wisconsin. Yeah, people are always (laughs) like,
0: there's no weather here.
1: Exactly. It's summer. All year long. Well, this
0: week we got a bunch of rain, so that felt like extra kind of wintry vibes. Totally.
1: Totally. It's nice. It's like, oh, wow, it's raining.
0: It's an excuse to stay in. Yes. Should we get into the week? Yeah,
1: let's get into the week. This is the week of December 27th to January 2nd. So Monday, December 27th, we are looking at, what do we see here, Ingrid?
0: We've got the moon in Libra connecting to Mars in Sagittarius. Yes.
1: Yes, Ingrid. Ingrid got it. Amazing.
0: So I have emotions in the sign of curiosity and communication? No,
1: it's this. Think of Libra.
0: Oh my God. Why do I keep saying this?
1: Because they're both air signs.
0: It's because they have like, what do you call it? Like they look like a little mirror of each other. Exactly.
1: Ingrid always gets Libra and Gemini confused. And these are two signs that represent duality. There's the twins is Gemini, Libra is two sides of the scale. So this is Libra.
0: Okay, so Libra is about balance and equanimity.
1: Yes, and relationships. Two people, one person on this side of the scale, another person on the other side of the scale. And so the moon's there, and the moon is the planet of emotions.
0: I mean, that already feels like a nice alignment without even connecting with the other part.
1: This is a time to really focus on communicating with your partners your lovers, your friends, your business partners, expressing what you are feeling on an emotional level and being willing to create the space for them to communicate their feelings to you.
0: Because it's connecting with Mars. So that's like the planet of action in the sign of blunt honesty, freedom. Freedom. So it just feels like an easy time to be communicating with each other and being honest and open about how you're feeling. And
1: This is definitely a fluid connection. Because it's air and fire, and air fuels fire, fire raises the air. So Mars is the god of war, the planet of action, aggression, conflict. If you've been holding back in some way from sharing what you are feeling, now could be a time to really express that in somewhat of an animated way. But even more so than expressing it through words is through action. Mars is action. So it it's more than just communicating your feelings. It's showing your feelings. How can you honestly express your feelings through action, through doing something? What can you do to honestly express how you feel about someone you are in relationship with?
0: I mean, that could be planning something together or you know, bringing a treat home or doing something nice for somebody.
1: Yes, bringing a treat home. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yum, whatever that is. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think even more than planning something, it's just doing something. It's more spontaneous. And I think of like Sagittarius is very, I mean, it is kind of a planner because it's Jupiter and it's looking beyond, but, but I feel like Sagittarius is just like, oh my god this is a great idea and they just do it
0: so libra is all about kind of relationships and balance so maybe there's something on like somebody's list of like i want this is something i want for my partner so this is the day to maybe do one of those things for them
1: Mm, yes okay
0: just do something nice something
1: thoughtful do something nice something thoughtful good stuff thank you ingrid tuesday december 28th
0: uh we've got jupiter in pisces
1: yes yes and do you know what Jupiter's relationship is to Pisces?
0: Does Jupiter rule Pisces?
1: It does, Ingrid. Excellent.
0: I mean, I saw they were both blue, so I kind of figured.
1: But I didn't... I... <laughs> they were both blue. Are they both blue? <laughs> <laughs> They're not? Well, Jupiter's black. Oh, one... I drew that in black. Okay, well. And then... And for those of you who are just listening for the first time, I- I'm showing Ingrid an image that I draw of of what we're looking at. So if you... Would like to follow along, you can sign up for the weekly transit email. And if you want to see what we're looking at, you can sign up for the email to see. So Jupiter is in Pisces. And yes, Ingrid, Jupiter is the planetary ruler of Pisces along with Neptune, which is also in Pisces. So now Jupiter and Neptune, both planetary rulers of Pisces, are in Pisces, Ingrid.
0: So I only knew that Neptune was one of the rulers of Pisces. And Neptune is like the dream world, the cloudy mm-hmm. planet, which makes so much sense for Pisces because that's like the the unconscious. Mm-hmm. But Jupiter is expansion, so how like luck and expansion? So how does that relate to
1: to Pisces? That's a great question. Thank you, Ingrid. So first of all, I think of Neptune and Jupiter as the two spiritual planets. Neptune, if you look at the symbols, a cross of matter with a crescent of receptivity pointed up symbolizing dreams that occur in the material world. So it's like the unconscious, it's the spirit realm, it's pointed up. And when you think of up, you think like, well, that's where the angels are, or where God is, or, you know, those sort of things. Jupiter is also a cross of matter with a crescent of receptivity, except instead of it pointed up, it's pointed out. And if you look at the symbol, it it looks to me like on this one end, like somebody's jumping off a cliff, it's like taking a leap of faith. Mm. So Jupiter is about faith. Oh. It's about spirituality in that way. It's about, it's Jupiter is the judge. You know, in the old Norse tradition, Jupiter is known as Thor. Thor carries the hammer of the gods.
0: Oh, shit.
1: And Thor is the only one that can use that hammer because Thor is righteous. Thor has high ethics. Same with Jupiter. Jupiter is the Roman version of thor so jupiter is the judge jupiter is the the lord of justice and so expansion now you bring up expansion yes it's expansion so when you think of sagittarius the other sign that jupiter rules it's about pulling back on that bow and letting the arrow fly and seeing how far it can go i
0: mean that one seems very like intuitive jupiter and Mm -hmm. sagittarius because it's about like freedom and yes travel and
1: yes but Pisces can go anywhere. Pisces rules the ocean. The ocean is very vast. It's very expansive. Jupiter in Pisces represents expanding that unconscious realm, that dream realm, that compassion, that empathy, feeling more
0: into that world.
1: Yes. And so when I think of like jupiter and sagittarius versus jupiter and pisces jupiter and sagittarius is like oh my god i see how amazing it can be it's so incredible it's all these different possibilities and i'm so excited i'm so optimistic pisces is the final sign of the zodiac it carries the weight of the 11 previous signs so it feels everything that has come before it it understands everything that has come before it so jupiter and pisces recognizes that Jupiter in Sagittarius and says, yes, I can see all the possibilities and how amazing it can be. And, and I can be optimistic too, but I can also see where it can all go wrong because I felt everything and I feel the weight of the world.
0: So this can be, I mean, a really big time for expansion and dreaming and delving into that world, but it could also be a really heavy time.
1: Mm -hmm. Exactly. So let's talk about this real quick in terms of like Jupiter has already been in Pisces earlier this year. From May 13th to July 28th, Jupiter was in Pisces, but then it retrograded back on July 28th into Aquarius. Now it has moved back forward into Pisces where it will be until May 10th. So think back to what was going on for you between May 13th And July 28th, that will give you some clues on what could be in store for you moving forward. If you want to go back even further, the last time Jupiter was in Pisces before this last year was January 17th to June 5th, 2010. So you got to go back 12 years, basically. What was going on with you back in 2010, in the first half of 2010? So Jupiter is going to be in Pisces from today, December 28th to May 10th. And during this time, it is going to thin the veil where you're going to feel what is going on with the people around you in a deeper, more profound, empathetic way than you have since earlier in the year or back in twenty ten. And what happens when that happens is it can feel like a lot. It can feel like a weight. And so there's going to be the the urge to escape. I see through drugs and alcohol. You know, Pisces is symbolized by the fish. We know the phrase drink like a fish. So Pisces rules drugs and alcohol and all forms of escapism. Netflix and chill Binge watching, Instagram, all the things that are happening on the phone. Really pay attention to yourself about when you're wanting to escape. What is going on with you in that moment? Because there's something that is coming up from an unconscious level that you need to escape from. Yes. Well, it's not what you need to do, but that's it, what, you it's what, it's to, yeah. what you want to do. What <laughs> you what need you... to do is you need to pay attention to what that is that's coming up and face it with compassion so that you can integrate these thought patterns with understanding forgiveness and love.
0: Maybe some of these things are a gift. Like when we feel that, that trigger to, you know, drink or check out with our phones or with TV or whatever, it's like, that is the moment. That moment, maybe we're not thinking like, oh, I'm uncomfortable, but we're just like, oh, I want to grab my like bandaid.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And you know, whenever we realize we're doing it, it's just take that moment to check in before you check out. Check in and see what's happening in your in your subconscious, and just say like, how am I feeling? What what might be overwhelming me right now?
1: Exactly. That's it. When you feel that urge, that itch, pay attention that you you have that urge right now. So pause for a few minutes and really reflect what is going on within yourself. Who have you just spent time with? You know, what triggers potentially came up? It's important to also note that Pisces is one of the signs that rules music because music draws you into the dream realm. So put on some music, I think, like that 432 hertz, like sort of Reiki music, you know, where it's like you've got, you're going to the spa and it's very soothing and relaxing. Like put the headphones on with that kind of music that's very soothing on it and lie back and see where your mind goes.
0: I love that tip because I think I use music to check out a lot. So Mm -hmm. if I'm going to use it, use it in a different way a way yes. that allows me to still access my mind and not feel like out of my body exactly
1: or. no exactly most of like the the pop music or popular music that's out you know is to help you check out not check in and it's like you hear the the chorus over and over again and it's just like you're you become like a uh, hypnotic yeah it's hypnotic and that's <laughs> pisces represents hypnosis because hypnosis takes you into the unconscious Wednesday. Oh, no. <laughs> Wednesday, December 29th.
0: Is everything a, a square? What the hell is that? <laughs> no, there's one square, Ingrid. Oh. Well, is it connecting with all of those?
1: No. Okay. No. So, see, it's a very chaotic image we're looking at here. There's two, four, six planets that we're looking at now. You know, yesterday we were talking about one planet, now we're talking about six. And there's one square that's occurring. That's right. occurring between the Sun at eight degrees in Capricorn, aligning with Chiron at eight degrees in Aries. So that's a square because Capricorn and Aries are both cardinal signs. But it's a fire and earth connection. Fire scorches earth. Earth extinguishes fire. So there's some sort of there's some sort of stressful challenge that's occurring here in relation to. The authority and your self-confidence. Chiron represents the wound in the ancient wisdom that is unlocked through healing that wound. Aries is the sign of self-confidence. The sun is the planet of vitality. It is in Capricorn, which represents authority. So there's something about facing the wound to your self-confidence as it relates to an authority. So either you're, you're afraid of the authority figure in your life or you are feeling fear towards being in authority yourself oh wow yes
0: i mean that second one seems like i mean that hits me directly
1: why tell me
0: oh just like coming into your own power like that part feels very scary why it brings up like the fear of failure like what if you try to do the thing that you want to achieve and you're like an authority on it but people aren't accepting Mm -hmm. and that feels shitty (laughs) yes well this is why
1: capricorn's about work if you've done the work and you've become a master then you are an authority
0: but i think a lot of people even when you're like an authority when it comes to yourself it's like that imposter syndrome can always come up Mm -hmm. where it's like, Oh, I'm not good enough or someone else is doing it better. Or they did it first. Like
1: I just try to acknowledge when I don't know. It's like, if somebody asks me a question about astrology, I'm like that. I don't know. I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) You know, that's not my area of expertise. Like when people are asking like really technical questions, or, or, you know, or sometimes people ask me about, I think we talked the about, eclipses. yeah, the eclipses. I'm like, that's not my thing. I, I don't know that I'm the wrong astrologer to ask about that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I guess um, that's
0: that's so nice to just know that we don't know everything and it's okay not to be an expert at every part of every avenue of whatever our craft is. Exactly. It's, it's really not that important to be the best of the best at everything we do.
1: Just be the best that you can be.
0: I mean, I think like that my like Virgo son can really be such a perfectionist Mm -hmm. and kind of, I nitpick everything, including myself. Mm -hmm. So yes, being a little more compassionate.
1: Yes. This one is hitting your moon too, because your moon's at eight degrees. So there's going to be, yes, yes.
0: Hitting my emotions great. Yes.
1: So how can you step into your power? How can you take responsibility for the work that you need to do in order to become an authority? Face your fears and step forward. Be confident in just doing the work.
0: I mean, I think last week you were kind of saying it's like when that fear comes up, you need to run towards your fear.
1: Mm-hmm. That's it. That's how you're going to heal it. Be the hunter, not the hunted. The other alignment, there's two other alignments we're looking at. So three alignments today. That was the first alignment. The second. We're looking at is Venus and Mercury are conjunct. They're at the same degree in the same sign, 24 degrees in Capricorn. Mercury is the messenger of the gods, guide of souls to the underworld, the planet of consciousness, communication and coordination. And Venus is Lady Luck, the goddess of love and beauty, the planet of relationships and love. So Venus is moving retrograde. Mercury is moving forward, but, oh, that just reminds me. You know what today is, Ingrid?
0: Is it New Year's Eve?
1: No, it's December 29th.
0: I don't know what today is.
1: Today is the day that Mercury moves into its retrograde shadow.
0: Oh, Jesus.
1: (laughs) Help us all. (laughs) So Mercury is moving into its retrograde shadow, where it will be until February 23rd. Uh, The retrograde is between January 14th and February 3rd, but the retrograde shadow is December 29th to February 23rd. When the
0: shadow starts, that's when it's like the brakes are just getting put on. Mm -hmm. It's starting to slow down, and that feels really intense. Mm -hmm. So even though everyone doesn't usually talk about the retrograde till it officially starts... Scott always brings it up with the shadow and I think that's really important to pay Mm -hmm. attention to because that's like the more intense feeling where everything starts to shift and you're like, what the fuck is going on?
1: Yes. So take stock of where you are in your life right now, especially in terms of what it is you want to accomplish and achieve, who you are as an authority, what are your responsibilities, speaking from a place of authority.
0: This is such an interesting time of year for this to be happening because it's like that's when we have all this, you know, go energy. We want to plan our future and all this shit. We have all these new goals goals. And Mm -hmm. it's like, this is the time to slow down and be patient. So maybe we really need to be checking in and thinking about these goals for more than just the day before new year's. Yes. Planning these next month and a half about what is really important. What do we want to achieve and the why behind it, which kind of tails on last week.
1: This is, this is really like kind of the perfect time to be planning for the, the rest of the year. But you want to be doing it now because once Mercury begins retrograde on January 14th, I feel like that between January 14th and February 3rd, when Mercury is retrograde, I feel like that's when a lot of people's New Year's resolutions are going to go flying out the window. Because, you know, when the retrograde happens, that's when all of a sudden we're confused and and you were headed down one path and you're like, oh, wait, no, I, I need to be over here. And then after the retrograde's over, you're like, why did I go down this path? I was supposed to go down this other path. I planned to do it. So, really be clear about what you're planning to do, what you're working to accomplish, what you need to say, to whom you need to say it to, who do you need to communicate with, and move forward in that direction. And so, Mer- Mercury and Venus, the- Venus is moving backwards, Venus is retrograde. They're both conjunct. So, who are the people that you are partnering with? To accomplish and achieve your goals in 2022. Who are these people? Why are you choosing them? Are you holding yourself accountable by sharing your responsibilities? This is what I am responsible for in the partnership. And this is what I'm looking for from you. Holding them accountable to be responsible for their part. Who are these people? Be clear about who they are. So that you can step forward into 2022 with confidence and authority. Now, the third alignment of the day.
0: Oh my gosh, so much happening today.
1: (laughs) Ingrid's exhausted. Uh, Mars, the god of war, the planet of action, aggression, and conflict, again in Sagittarius, is aligned with Saturn, the planetary ruler of Capricorn. We've been talking about Capricorn, but Saturn is also the planetary ruler of Aquarius, where Saturn is right now. And so Saturn, the god of wealth and time, and Mars, the god of war. Saturn is in Aquarius, which is the community. It's about invention. It's about being progressive. Aquarius is air. Sagittarius is fire. This is a very supportive alignment. Sagittarius is about looking to the future. Aquarius is about being inventive, being innovative, and being progressive. So this is an opportunity to act from a place of authority to bring an idea into reality what is the idea what is your big idea that you want to bring into reality what are the steps that you need to take what is the work that you need to do to bring it into reality now
0: i mean that just feels very new year's vibes the goal setting the planning the like dreaming of what could be
1: Mm -hmm. but then also taking the steps It's, you know, (laughs) I've been there on New Year's Eve where it's like you're celebrating. Yeah, this next year is going to be the year. It's going (laughs) to be the year, man. (laughs) And then the next day you wake up hungover and you're like. Oh, my God, (laughs)
0: dude, I one year I was like, I am going to get up on New Year's Day and I'm going to go to this yoga class. (laughs) And it is like some (laughs) special class where you set your intentions Bitch, I was so fucking hungover. I was like in the bath. <laughs> I was in the bathtub, like with cold water on my head, just being like, "Okay, you have to pull it together." And Did you I, go? I asked Chris if he could drive me. Yeah. Because I was like, I can't even drive, but I'm going to this fucking class. We got halfway there, and there was all these speed bumps, and I was like, "You have to turn around and take me home because I'm gonna throw up."
1: <laughs> exactly. So the Sagittarius energy <laughs> is like. Oh my god, I can do it, but the Saturn energy brings you down it grounds you. So this this alignment, I love this alignment between Mars and Saturn in Sagittarius and Aquarius because it's got it's that go energy like you like you say with Mars, but Saturn is the grounding. It's like reality, okay, we're going to go But we're gonna do the work along the way. We're not just like imagining this and it's just supposed to happen.
0: Yeah, you can't be planning to go to yoga if you're gonna keep drinking all night. Exactly. So it's like you gotta stay home, nurture yourself so you can wake up early and do the things you wanna do.
1: It brings the practicality that is necessary to bring it into reality. That's what it does.
0: So maybe not get blackout drunk on day. Yeah, probably
1: not, Ingrid. That's (laughs) probably yeah, not blackout drunk.
0: I will, I will not be doing that this year.
1: No, no, I know you won't. That's in my... Yeah. <laughs> That's in the rearview mirror for you. Thursday, December 30th, we're looking at Mercury again, the messenger of the gods. Guide of souls to the underworld is now conjunct with the lord of the underworld, the planet of transformation, the god of death, Pluto. So in Capricorn, here they are transforming the way that you communicate. How can you transform the way that you communicate so that you can communicate with greater authority? One way is by backing up your words with reality.
0: I mean, I also see it as maybe a death of the old way of thinking because it's oh, like yes. your conscious yes, mind. So absolutely. It, So maybe thinking about yourself as an authority in a new way.
1: Yes. Or maybe you didn't think of yourself as an authority and now you're realizing okay, in order to be an authority, I need to step up. I need to actually make plans and then follow through with those plans. That means that if I'm going to go to yoga on New Year's Day, I'm not going to get blackout drunk the night before. I'm going to go to bed early. I'm going to recognize that I don't need to stay up until midnight and say, yay, it's New Year. <laughs> <you know? laughs> so it's being responsible. That's mm-hmm. what, what Capricorn is all about. It's about responsibility being responsible. So thinking from a responsible perspective.
0: And it's also about, I mean, ambition and achievement and climbing to the top. So it's implementing these little steps along the way to make these goals happen, which means, Mm -hmm. yeah, being more responsible in the everyday.
1: It It starts with responsibility. You know, you can set goals and say, I want to achieve this, but if you're not taking responsibility
0: to do the work...
1: (laughs) To accomplish those goals Then you're never gonna get to the top of the mountain
0: Yeah we can all dream of like climbing Mount Everest But it's like well you didn't fucking train So like you're not going anywhere
1: Yeah exactly
0: What is that it's called they call it, like a sound Or like on TikTok it's like do the thing I don't know I don't, It's just like these little <laughs> phrases That people like um, Lip sync to yeah. but one of the things Is always like
1: do the thing Do the thing mm-hmm. okay do the thing yeah. Yes absolutely friday december 31st the moon in sagittarius conjunct with mars the god of war the planet of emotions and the god of war conjunct in sagittarius so this is i mean this is this is such a new year's eve uh alignment here where it's like fuck yeah man i'm gonna do it this is my year because it's total optimism it's Sagittarius the moon we're looking at everything from an from an optimistic perspective through our emotions our emotions are feeling very optimistic it's conjunct with Mars there could be a lot of uh popping off and explosions potentially in terms of just how you're feeling and then acting based upon those feelings so temper yourself a little bit if you can uh, because this alignment has a lot of boom to it So how can you honestly express your emotions through action in a positive way?
0: I mean, it's also about freedom, which ties into all of that Yes So it's like, how can you feel free, but also not like
1: lose your shit? Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to completely exactly. burn everything to the ground Yes,
1: a focused fire A a controlled burn
0: Yeah, do something really fun That's like inspiring to you
1: Inspiring, I love that That's a great word for Sagittarius Inspiring What is going to inspire you To act, to move To put your emotions into action What is going to inspire you Saturday, January 1st, 2022 We're not blackout drunk We're not hungover
0: (laughs) Fingers crossed, everyone (laughs) Yes
1: Yes so we've got the Sun, the giver of light, life and vitality in Capricorn aligning with
0: uh, Uranus.
1: Uranus in
0: Taurus. Taurus,
1: that's right. Yes. So this is a very powerful alignment because it's an Earth-Earth connection. Capricorn and Taurus, both Earth. Uh, Uranus is the planet of innovation, independence, rebellion, revolution, the unexpected. So there's something shaking here.
0: I mean, yesterday was kind of like this freedom vibe.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm.
0: And it's like, well, now today is much more grounded. It's about
1: bringing it into reality. How can you bring what you had yesterday, that, that excitement? And how can you ground it into reality, into something real? Because Uranus is about being innovative. It's about independence. But Taurus is reality. It's Earth. Capricorn is earth that's reality and then sun is vitality so bringing it all together it's like you've got that big idea you have that excitement now what can you do to bring your innovative idea into reality so that you can have greater financial independence material security and achieve all the goals and aspirations that you desire to achieve through doing the work
0: And then it's got Mercury in Aquarius?
1: Yes. So Mercury's moving into Aquarius today for the first of two stints in Aquarius. It's going to be in Aquarius from January 1st until the 25th. And then it retrogrades back out and it will be in for the second stint from February 14th to March 9th.
0: I mean, I feel like this is communication in the community. So bringing this revolutionary idea. Yes, yes of bringing your kind of like freedom loving dreams into reality Mm -hmm. and sharing that with your community. So people know that they can have the same thing. If you can dream something up and you can make it happen, then so can anybody else.
1: I love that. How can you share your innovative ideas with the community so that you can inspire, inspire other people to share their innovative. Oh my God, that's such a great idea. Like this is my idea. Oh my God. Like all these ideas are so great. We can work together and bring it together and create something that no one's ever seen before that's gonna help everybody.
0: I mean, that feels very New Year's Day.
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> I love like it.
0: Everybody's talking about their like ambitions. Yes,
1: yes. I love it. Sunday, January 2nd. We're looking at Mercury again and the Sun again, and now they're connecting with two different planets. Mercury is connecting with the North Node in Gemini. So this is an air-air connection between Mercury and Aquarius aligning with the North Node in Gemini. The North Node is the soul's purpose and the karmic pathway of the soul. It's in Gemini. It's, It's concluding... It's it's run through Gemini over this next month in January where we have been learning for the last 18 months how to be better communicators, how to be curious, ask questions, to listen, learn to listen and be better communicators. So the planet of communication rules Gemini, Mercury rules Gemini and is connecting to the North Node in Gemini. So this is a very powerful connection it goes back to what I think you were talking about yesterday, Ingrid.
0: Yeah, just so perfectly. Well, yesterday you were supposed to be expressing yourself in the mm-hmm, community. Mm-hmm. And today is the day to maybe ask other people, like, be curious. Yes.
1: What are your ideas for the year? What are you thinking for 2022? Like, what? How do you envision the community and how can we come together and be more independent? And now for the alignment of the week, the moon and the sun joining in Capricorn for the new moon in Capricorn. So... So I'll just give my plug here. If you're listening, hopefully there's maybe a few spots open uh, for the moon cycle classes. If you want to know how this alignment is affecting you directly, go to theweeklytransit.com. And the classes are live. I will be there talking to you directly. Okay, so for everyone on planet Earth, though, this is the new moon in Capricorn. What it means for you specifically, we'll get into the moon class, but for everyone... This is about what you want to achieve and what a perfect time to set your intentions on January 2nd and say, this is what I want to achieve moving forward. What are the goals that you want to achieve? What are the responsibilities that you are willing to take on? What is the work that you are wanting to do in order to accomplish and achieve these goals?
0: That is such an important question because we can have all these aspirations and dreams. But if we're not connected to the work we're doing to be able to get to the finish these goals, then totally. we're, we're never going to do it. So <laughs> be realistic and start connecting to what kind of work you want to do to achieve them. Yes. Do you like working out every day? I don't know. Whatever the thing whatever is, whatever the work
1: is, whatever the thing is like, do you have to force yourself to do the work or is the work a joy? You know, like when I think about my work as an astrologer and people are like, how'd you learn, learn so much of this so quickly? And I'm like, because cause... he's obsessed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's all that I want to do. Yeah. So the work is not work. It's play. It's fun, but I get rewarded for doing the work because I love the work. So what is the work that you love to do and focus your energy in that direction?
0: Yeah. I think that's the most important question we can ask ourselves. Cause I I get in over my head all the time of wanting some goal to be complete, but then I start doing the work. I'm like, fuck, I hate this work though. (laughs) God damn it. How am I ever supposed to finish when I don't even like this? Totally.
1: Exactly. I can totally relate. I mean, there's been other things in my life that I had goals to achieve and accomplish. And I didn't love the work in the same way that I love this. I, it was, it was work and it wasn't fun because it was work. So what do you love to do? What is your work that is play, that is fun, that you enjoy and set your goals in that direction and move with that frequency.
0: I think also sometimes when we think about these like dreams that don't feel like work, mm-hmm. that feel more like play, that's when we can get into our like wound where we don't have the self-confidence yes, to exactly. that thing that we would like exactly. to be more confident in.
1: Well, I'd love to do this, but I, I could never do that because X, Y, Z. That's just a hobby. Mm-hmm. Exactly
0: but you maybe just take exactly. some of those hobbies more seriously because they're obviously fun to you and you like doing the work. Exactly. So maybe your hobby doesn't need to just be a hobby.
1: The planets are pushing you in the direction that you need to go. If if you feel like you're climbing uphill, that's probably because the planets are like, no, you should be over on this other hill where you feel like you're going downhill, where it feels like a slide, where it's fun.
0: Mm, I love that. Yes.
1: Exactly. So go where the flow is. Go with the flow.
0: Thank you, Scott.
1: You're welcome, Ingrid. And thank you to our listeners.
0: All right. We'll see you next week. See
1: you next week.
0: Thank you for listening to The Weekly Transit. Follow us on Instagram for daily updates about the planetary alignments and how to work with the energy. If this podcast is helping you navigate life more gracefully, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and share with your friends. If you're ready to go deeper, book a personal reading with Scott or sign up for his new moon full moon class at theweeklytransit.com. The Weekly
1: Transit. That and that